Hello and welcome to a new episode of Flow Motion. I am so excited to have Crystal Thompson here today. She is a grad of IVFT3, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'm so, so excited to talk to her because she, I, I just want to ask her about her experience with IVFT3 and also what she's flown into, how she's living within her voice now. And I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much. I'm really excited too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe you could just like, um, just introduce yourself a little bit. Like, who are you? Where are you coming from? Like, what are you doing? What have you been do doing? You know, just like, just a brief overview over like who you are. Sure. So my name is Crystal. Um, I'm from the States originally, but I am following my inner voice around the world right now. I didn't know that's what I was doing until very recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am a human design reader and an inner voice facilitator now. As of a few weeks ago, I just graduated, as you said, from the last round. And yeah, I'm like learning. I feel like I'm relearning everything about myself post IVFT because it's a completely different way of living. It's a completely different way of relating to yourself. And I always tell, I keep telling people, I feel like a baby, like a newborn baby, like everything <laughs> feels so different yeah. and so new in such a beautiful way. So I'm just in this state of discovery and rediscovery right now. It's yeah. Cool. I love that. I can, I can relate so much to that. It yeah. really does feel this way. And it, I feel like it's kind of um, continuing to feel this way. Like even I've done IVFT too, right? But like there is just so much more to learn and it's so amazing. And I just love it because it just makes life so much more rich mm. and deep when you can like always learn more things. Yes. And what I was wondering, like, because you said it's changed so much for you, like what how what okay how do you feel different um than before like what what would you say changed so much mm. since doing IVFT truly everything and I know that's such an <laughs> unsatisfying answer to the mind but it's the truth but if I could specify the biggest change for me is I think it's two pieces I think I've really started to see my life as more of a continuous unfolding. Whereas in the past, before IVFT, when I was really stuck in the mind, I would see, I sort of, I was like very um, afraid of time and felt very pressurized by time and would often get stuck and sort of in my own way with things that relate to time. And after IVFT and after spending so much time in my inner voice, I just really don't do that so much anymore. Or when I do do it, I notice that it's something from the mind and I immediately like give myself compassion and kind of come out of that vibration. It's like so much more of an embodiment and presence in my day-to-day -day life versus what in the past my mind would try to create my life. And now I feel like I'm just in it. If that makes sense, I've like completely mm -hmm. taken my hands off the wheel and I'm letting my inner voice drive the ship. And I thought I would hate that. Or I thought that that in the past, I would have thought that that made me weak or like not powerful or passive or whatever. And it actually feels like the exact opposite of all of that. It makes me feel incredibly empowered and it's so much fun. And I'm just like having fun in places where in the past I would have suffered. Mm. Yeah. There's so many things I could say, Miriam. I'm sure you have that experience too. Like everything is different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, especially, I feel like, what is different is, um, I feel I, at least personally for me, I do come against a lot of like 
difficulties or just like things that you know are we have we have to work through right we're like human yeah. beings in a physical world and what I found so interesting is that when I really started to use my inner voice to guide me through like specific situations and not just like because like in the beginning when I started with uh, inner voice I was just like doing all the general stuff like you know what are we doing here are we yeah. safe you know all that and And then recently I actually started to like really let myself be guided through difficult situations um, where my mind was just like really hung up about something or whatever. And then or when I had a difficult conversation that I knew was coming up, I would inner mm. voice about it. Yes. And what was so beautiful is that my inner voice always gave me something that made the situation turn out or like made me be open to whatever the situation might turn into. And I thought... That was so, so beautiful because before that, I would be so scared to go into situations and not be open, right? It's mm. so important to be like open to whatever comes of it and to also be open to the other person or to the life situation or whatever, like it wants to unfold. And um, just like the the way we can like react or not even react, but like respond, that's mm. the word, to situations with the inner voice, I think is so beautiful. Even yeah. when like, you know, we're not able to embody the inner voice fully, because I think that's like, that's a big ask, right? Yeah. But us as humans, knowing, okay, we can go back to the inner voice, talk to it and like, find clarity in this situation, and then in the next and then the next. And I think that's just so beautiful. Yeah. I love that yeah. the word unfolding felt resonant for you too, because I really, if, even hearing you say it again, I was like, that's the key. That's the big shift I think mm -hmm. is the unfolding. Because even in like what you were saying with like a difficult conversation or a situation that the mind categorizes as a problem or like mm -hmm. something to be scared about or whatever, the inner voice is such an invitation. Like the, how I always feel when I'm in my inner voice is like, I'm laying on cotton. It's like really soft and mm -hmm. cushy down there. And so I've like brought that, um, visual and that sensation into, as you're saying, these really hard things. So yeah, it creates this sense that even the hard stuff feels sacred and purposeful mm -hmm. and like something to experience from a place of pleasure. That's something I'm practicing a lot these days. If something feels really hard or really uncomfortable, can I allow myself to find pleasure in it? Can I allow myself to find yeah. pleasure in the fact that like I'm alive and I'm struggling through this thing and how beautiful is that? How incredible that I get to have that experience. The mind hates yeah. it, but it's in a really lovely practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true. The mind always like But I really want this to be a problem. And it's yeah. so funny to observe that, that the mind really makes almost everything a problem. And then uh, what I found really interesting is that sometimes when I uh, worry about something a lot or something is just very present, like a problem, quote unquote, like sometimes I go into meditation or into, you know, like into myself and then. And then I feel like I just, I just can't be bothered to worry about it anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I exactly. mean, that doesn't, for, for me, that doesn't work in like all life areas because there are some that are super flowy and easy and some that are really, really hard, even through no voice. It's hard yeah. because there's so much resistance, but, um, in, in areas where it's a little bit easier, sometimes it's like, I just cannot be bothered. Like, why should I bother if I can just feel peace? And I think yes. that is also something that cannot be like done by the mind it's something that sort of happens through you at least that's what I felt because there was 
maybe a little bit of a decision, but it wasn't something that I really like decided. And now, I've, you know, it's, <laughs> it, it was more like something that came through me. And I think that's mm. so, so cool. I don't know if do you experience that, too, that um, since doing inner voice and connecting to yourself and all that, that just like there is unfoldings happening within you that you don't really predict or that you don't kind of guide by the mind or that you haven't decided on that are just happening all the time. And I'm constantly practicing letting that be more the case in my life. So, um, I'll give you an example. My, for me, the place where the mind tends to be the most, uh, loud or whatever, like where it kind of does its thing. It's chichoy thing. The mind's over chichoy. I love that visual. That's helped me so much, both yeah. in my meditation practice, but also in inner voice. My mind's favorite chichoy is my work, my, my business and all the things mm-hmm. that go with that. And so something I noticed this week is I have been planning out my weeks, like my tasks, like what I need to do in my business from the mind. And so I'll tell myself the day before, okay, tomorrow you need to accomplish X, Y, Z. And I feel a sense of frustration in my body sometimes when I'm moving Mm. through that stuff. And it was such a place of confusion for me for such a long time, because when I'm in my flow and my work, it lights me up. Like I'm like a human disco ball. Like when I'm really doing this work and in it, like I absolutely (laughs) love it. (laughs) But then I was like feeling all this frustration and I was like, what is going on here? Why is there such a disconnect? And I realized it's because my inner voice wants to be the one that sets the schedule and wants to be the one that kind of um, sets the day. So I'm practicing that right now of not doing the thing. I mean, this is brand new for me. Like I'm literally, this is like day four of practicing this. (laughs) So we're still, we're still working on it, but because that's the life I want really is one that just feels flowy and delicious and easy. And like, I've, I know what it's like to move from the inner voice in other areas. And I've watched absolute magic unfold and I Mm -hmm. refuse to accept. It's just the mind telling me that that can't be the case with my business. So I'm just Mm -hmm. practicing working on it in that area too. And instead of setting the day before, okay, tomorrow I have to do this, 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 I get up in the morning and I, I get into alignment right now. It's like opening the window in the flat that I'm staying in and just watching the sunrise over the Thames. It's, I, I didn't, I said not a thing I knew I needed in my life, but it's been my new inner voice practice. We start there in the morning and I just ask inner voice, what do you want to do today? Inner voice, knowing what I want to accomplish through my business this month or whatever, what's the best next best step? What should we do? And Mm -hmm. sometimes I don't get an answer. I didn't get an answer today. And so my mind Mm -hmm. was like, wow, look at all the time we're wasting. Wow. You're just going to have another cup of tea and still sit by the window. Wow. Like it's so interesting Mm. to watch all the resistance come up, but I'm, I'm committed. If it could be this way, why wouldn't I want it to be this way? So I'm going to give it the space to try. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how, um, how the mind always has things it wants to do that it wants to like get done. Um, And then to like trust that if it doesn't feel like I want to do this now, that it's right. For example, (laughs) I have this website project that I, I designed one and stuff and I didn't want to do it through Squarespace and all that. And it's like, I have to learn kind of mm, to use a tool to make it like the way I want it. And it's quite Mm -hmm. a complicated tool. And um, because I didn't want anyone else to do it and I, I wanted to do it and all that, but I've, for a year now, I, I kind of on and off learn and don't blah, but I kind of try to trust that 
it's not supposed to be finished until it's mm. supposed to be finished like until yeah. it is finished actually mm. but it's like so hard sometimes to to trust that and to also like know that the things that I want to do or the things that I that have to be done let's say they will get done yeah right because sometimes it's more aligning to do them even though they're shitty than leaving them you yeah. know but yes. it's so so interesting how how that unfolds and when we try to like let it go it's so it's, it's hard. hard it's really yeah. hard <laughs> yeah so it's true really hard. oh my god another question that I had because I know that flow motion played a little bit of a role in the it decision did. of doing IVFT and I would just love to hear how you flowed into IVFT how your um you know history with listening to Jess's or where you started how you got into this work I would really love to know it Absolutely. So I've been listening to Jess for a really long time, like since before the, the podcast was about inner voice or consciousness really at all. Um, I actually got to share this beautiful full circle moment with her on our, we had a support call for group three the other night and I got to tell her that her podcast and her work was kind of one of the first places where I, my mind ever understood the concept of working for yourself. Like I just like didn't know that you could do that. <laughs> and once I understood that was an option, it was I've just, I've been, I've been working towards this and wanting this, this specific life that I'm living right now where I can run my business from anywhere in the world. I've been w working towards this for like six or seven years. And she, her podcast is like one of the first places that I understood that as a concept. And I got to like tell her that in real time. It was amazing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I've been listening to her for a really long time and, um, had been using, had been using inner voice in my own life. I don't think that I was necessarily using that language. Like I was aware of it because of her work, but I was just getting really committed to living from my intuition and my inner being in general in my life. And, um, I had just moved through a massive transition in my life. So over the summer in 2021, my partner and I broke up and like, I thought that was my like life partner. We had been, we were living together and we separated and moved out of our house. And at that same time, my inner being was like, I don't want to stay in California. And I was like, okay, so I'm single, I'm homeless. Mm -hmm. And I also was feeling really disconnected from my business. So everything in my life burnt, like burned to the ground. Like, I don't mean to be so dramatic, but that's what happened. <laughs> but I'm so <laughs> grateful that because of this work, I knew that it was happening for me. Like, yes, mm. it was scary. Yes. It was overwhelming. Yeah. Yes. I felt lost. Yes. I felt confused. Yes. All my shadow stuff was coming up, but the bigger part of me knew that it was on purpose and that it was creating space for something, even if I didn't know what that was yet. So I was in that place of, I was, I was doing a um, house sit in Los Angeles, which is where I used to live and was going to be there through the end of, or through the middle of October. And after that, I had no idea where I was going to live. I just knew nothing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's right about the same time that IVFT was, uh, enrolling. And so there was this week where I went to the, like, do you have questions, support calls about IVFT? And then I took a, I just spent days taking walks around the Silver Lake Reservoir in LA, listening to people talk about the inner voice. And I listened to the very first episode of Flow Motion and it was about <laughs> relationships and about new identities after relationships. And I, my little mind was just like being blown walking around this lake. <laughs> and then, um, someone else from the community invited me to come onto her podcast and we ended up doing an inner voice session together. And it was the first time I had ever been in my inner voice for more than like two minutes and mm -hmm. 
that experience was kind of the thing that sent it over the edge and I, I signed up. And I specifically, in the past, I never would have done that for myself. I would have done it as a business expense and told myself that it was a purpose from that, that its purpose was for my business or it was something I was going to offer clients. And I specifically didn't do that. I specifically paid for it with my personal money and not the business money and decided that it was for me. And if it unfolded mm-hmm. into something that I would incorporate into my business, beautiful, but that that wasn't the intention that I needed to learn how to find my own stillness in times of transition and that I wanted to be really deeply connected to my own inner guidance. Um, and that's what happened. (laughs) It's such a lovely story. I I really love it. It's so cool how I feel, I I notice more and more how we're always supported in these transitional moments, even though to the mind, they might seem like, you know, because to, to the general, you know, society, losing your partner and losing your house, you know, all these things, they're, they're like what everybody fears, right? Like everybody works to keep those things. Yes. And then to, to lose it. And also you said it so beautifully. I knew that that was happening for me. And I think that is really that one thing that really makes it, that can make it something beautiful, even though it might be painful and all these things. Right. But it's just so nice how, knowing that, okay, whatever happens, I am supported. And I feel like that is also something, at least that that's what, what I'm learning at the moment is really to embody this sort of knowing because it's, it's right. It's easy to say when you've been in their voice and it told you so and blah, but then you're in your life again and in your mind. And then it's like, what? I'm not supported. Like (laughs) what is the inner voice talking about? (laughs) But to really, I feel like it might even be a practice to really embody this feeling of I am supported. I'm always supported. And it feels it's what you said about like feeling on cotton. That is kind mm. of I think that describes it really well, because for me, it always feels like I'm like held in two hands that are sort of, I don't know, cradling me a little bit. Yeah. And um that's kind of how it feels like. And I think it's so, so beautiful because then the universe shifts into a friendly one, right? It's, it really is, everything is either something you can, that is inviting you to learn about yourself or about whatever, or it's just happening for you and you're growing with it. And it's just, um, yeah, it's so beautiful. It's really (laughs) about how we see these things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I think that that we have that opportunity in everything. I really do. And I think that's what that transition period taught me because as you said, all of the things I was really, all the things my mind was really afraid of happened to me, like all of them. Mm. Uh, I, I also like had a bunch of debt at the time, like was not very expanded financially, like all the things, like every single thing I was afraid of happened and I was still okay. And I think I needed to go through that and see that for myself, like feel it in my own body. Cause I think we can, I think a part of us really resonates when we hear other people share stories like that. Like we, the deeper part of us knows that it's true for us too, but until you feel it from within your own body, it doesn't really click the same way. I think you have to actually let yourself go through it. And I really think that everything that comes up for us throughout our lives, everything is for us. It's either a direct gift or it's triggering us in a way that's going to make space for us to step into what's next, right? When I look back on that time, if I had resisted, 
I wouldn't be living the life that I'm living right now. And it's so clearly like the, the yeah. expression that I'm, dis- that I'm meant to have, that I'm meant to mm-hmm. be experiencing right now. But it was on the other side of more fear and doubt and uncertainty than I, than I've ever experienced in my life. And so I'm really practicing changing my perception of everything to fit that mold that even if it feels wickedly uncomfortable in the moment, that the wheel is going to turn and it's going to open into something beautiful. And my only job is to be open to receiving that and to be present in the unfolding of it. There's that word again, unfolding. It feels really good. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so beautiful. It's so true. Yeah, I, I, I really love how how the whole world changes. Right. It's like what I've always done is like try to not always, but, you know, I had a phase where I was like, I want to manifest this and I want to manifest this. And, you know, I learned about law of attraction and was like, yeah, it's cool. Let's do that. And I feel like now. It really it feels too uh, laborious sort of to Mm. manifest now. Mm. I know that I'm supported and I've had this experience now a couple of times where I was just open, like you said, ready to receive or not e- sometimes not even ready to receive, but just like open in a way. Mm. Um, and then things flowed into my life that I couldn't even yeah. think of. Like, I, I don't know. It, it was just so interesting how the mind thinks that things are not possible. But then you kind of open on this other level, on this inner voice level and things just flow into your life. And you're like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, because the mind tries to manifest from a point that is not as expanded as the the thing that might flow into your life from this sort of Mm. other realm from this inner voice perspective it's not as expanded as that so you're kind of you know you know manifesting is like from a point of where the mind is at currently and I think that is so so interesting to to look at and also what you said with the with the suffering and all that I I also feel like that when we're open to feeling the suffering or when we actually like Like you said, you know, when we're with the suffering, when we're experiencing it, when we are letting it flow through us instead of going against it, it kind of, it feels like the only way that we can move through it and that we can release it. Because like, I I have like a lot of resistance to some things that make me suffer so much. And it's so interesting how the more I just let it be and the more the... um. I just feel what is there, the more it gets released. But the mind is always like, I don't want to feel this. I had one resisting thought, which is so interesting. I was like, if there is so much abundance in the world and if there's so much health and there is so much fun and so much love and, every, you know, there's so much in the world, I want it now. Like, why can't I have mm. it now? And I think that's so such an interesting mm, way of the mind of, of feeling like entitled. It's like, yeah you know if I can't have that why can I have that and instead of just being where you're at and finding the present in that moment I think that that is such a funny thought when I kind of uncovered it I was like damn (laughs) 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 it's so funny it's so funny that you're saying that Miriam because what I was doing today earlier before we got on the call I told you my I thought I was going to work today and my inner being was just like had nothing to say and I was like okay I guess I gotta find something else to do so I went to this park I'd never been to before and was so beautiful and had so many incredible synchronicity moments but I was thinking about that exact same thing this feeling of (laughs) If I can perceive how much is available, why can't I just like 
like magnetize it to myself immediately. And there's something that I've heard Abraham Hicks Hicks say a few times that has served me deeply when I notice that thought and it creates feelings in my body. She says, or they say whatever, um, imagine all of the meals you were going to eat for the rest of your life. Like, let's say you're blessed to live another 60 years on this planet. Imagine Mm. every single meal you're going to eat for the rest of your life. If you had all of that food placed in front of you right now, 99.99999% of it would rot. Mm. Oh my God. That's such a good thought. Yeah. Right. Mm. I think about that all the time when I notice myself getting patient, I'm like, release, but you don't want it all now. The mind thinks it wants it all now, but that would create so much compulsion that we would free out. I've had that experience because I am, I am really magnetic and really powerful. And I like do I manifest things quickly. And I've had that experience where I've manifested something before I was ready for it on a nervous system level. And it like kind of traumatized Mm. me. And so Mm. I, I don't do that anymore. I'm like, if it's not here, it's because I'm not ready energetically for it yet. And so can I enjoy Mm. the unfolding instead of trying to rush into it or telling myself that it's a problem, that it's not here yet? That's just a perception. Why would I do that to myself when there's so much to enjoy? Yeah, Yeah, it's so true. What also came through me a few weeks ago was this really certain feeling of things. They just appear when it's time, you know, that, that some things are, it's just not time for for some things to appear yet. And there's just more data to collect. There's more to learn. There's more to experience. And I felt like for me, that gave me such deep peace because it felt like, okay, something else is taking care of me. I don't even need to think about what I want. It's just going to appear anyways at yes. some point uh, because it has in the past. And I, yeah, I, I felt like that that was just really comforting to me and that thought you, that you were just mentioning that that is so, so, so beautiful. And I also feel like the more I do this work, the more it really comes down to just cultivating, feeling as much love within myself as I can. And that yeah. is all I want in life. Because if you have the biggest house or if you have... 10,000 friends or if you have so much money or you know when you don't feel love inside it doesn't matter like really does it matter if you're not feeling love and when I've been in really shitty situations and then came back to my heart came back to the inner voice came back to love and suddenly it was okay and I feel like that is really everything it boils down to it's just like feeling love because that sounds it can sound so cheesy but I don't even care anymore <laughs> <It's> <laughs> true though. I, yeah I feel like it's so so true because it, it really feels true because love really feels when you feel it it feels more true than anything else you've ever felt mm, right because yeah. like when you feel fear or when you feel anger or when you feel frustration or disappointment or hurt or whatever there is always this way back to love and then when you find your way back suddenly you're like why were were I ever sad like why was i ever sad like, why you know it 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 feels so much more real and i feel like the way to get back there and this is something that i recently kind of found or felt or whatever is to actually accept yourself in feeling jealous or in feeling sad or in feeling like I don't I'm not enough I I don't have enough I don't you know all that so 
to really go back to to accepting and loving yourself even in these so quote unquote like bad emotions or that are like sometimes tried to um in the spiritual <laughs> world like people try to avoid them or try to eradicate them or whatever but you really love it these spaces too and i think that's also what beanbagging is right it's like oh there is something that feels shitty let's go into it let's love myself in it too <laughs> yes yes loving yourself in every state that's something my inner voice mm -hmm. says to me all the time i mm -hmm. um <clears throat> i didn't I feel kind of, my mind feels kind of scary about sharing this, but it's coming up. So here we go. Um, I had COVID a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. and I was like really surprised when I got it. because I, I take really good care of myself and like, uh, on a lot of levels, like physically and like sleeping, hydration, nutrients, all that, but also just energetically. And I was like, really? Like I caught it. I was so surprised. Um, and had this sort of like mental thing about it. And then I was in my inner voice last week and it said, you had COVID because we wanted you to learn to love yourself in any state. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I had this like border not even a border, almost like a checklist on my physical body that I didn't know was there that like, if it isn't in its most quote unquote optimal state, that it isn't fully worthy of my love. And so when I was mm. sick, I was telling myself, right, huge. And when I was sick, I was telling myself yes. like, oh, your body is not, it's not at its best right now. And so it's like something to be, um, something to fix instead of something that's al already inherently full of love. It was uh, wild. It said, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. so interesting that you say that because that is like a topic for me that is filled with so much resistance like loving my body even when it quote-unquote doesn't function perfectly uh yeah and that is so so huge I think also for a lot of people like there I mean may it be beauty standards may it be health may it be whatever like really loving the body even if it's not <laughs> serving you in the way you want it to and yeah. I think that that is so so huge and beautiful when you just said that I was like wow yeah <laughs> so true oh my god so beautiful yeah I would I would I'd also love to hear how you flowed into living in London currently and yeah. because I know that was a little bit of a flowy story I would just love to hear about that Oh my gosh, it was probably the flowiest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, so as I mentioned, I I have wanted, like I have envisioned and wanted this life for myself for such a long time, but I had no idea how it was going to happen. Um, I, it's funny, I tried to come to Europe a couple times in the last few years and it didn't flow for different reasons. And I'm so glad that it didn't because back then, even though I wanted it so badly back then, I was still so fearful around time and money. I never could have had the level of experience that I'm having now. So like if I could do, any, I would love to go back to past versions of Crystal, who's just suffering, not being in Europe and just tell her like, you don't want to go right now. You think you do, but you really don't, which goes back to what you and I were saying about how everything's happening in the right time. And like, we yeah. can choose to suffer. I suffered those seasons so deeply and I didn't have to because they were working exactly as they were supposed to be working. Ugh. Um, yeah. so this is something I've wanted for a really long time. And I think I kind of let go of it after this summer, this past summer was the last time I tried to get out here and it didn't flow. And then after everything unfolded, I just, I was in such a state of surrender when I started IVFT because I knew that my mind would, was not 
able to rebuild my life. Like I, I wanted so badly to grasp onto something and to know anything. I wanted to know where I was going to live. I wanted to know what was going to be the outcome of my business. I wanted, I just like was so desperate to know something, but the larger part of me knew if I tried to force something to happen, it would be out of fear and not really out of the inner voice. So I was just in a complete state of surrender. So I was living in LA, um, moved out of my uh, the house I was sharing with my partner, one of my really good friends was kind enough to let me store some of my stuff at her place. So I was at her place. I was packing to go visit my mom in Tennessee. Even the fact that I was doing that is such a testament to the inner voice because she and I have had a really tumultuous relationship for most of my adult life. Not tumultuous. That's not fair. Um, we trigger each other a lot Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I love her very much, but it's not a dynamic that I often feel super safe to spend a lot of time in. And that's been a really big pain point for both of us over the last few years. And I chose to go visit her, which is something I've never really done in my adult life. It's always kind of been like, well, it's Christmas. I should probably go like be in with the family, whatever. But I decided I wanted to go spend time with her. And I bought a one-way ticket, like crazy. Like I just, those are just things that have not happened in so long. And that's such a testament to the inner voice and to releasing beanbags. Mm. Um, So I bought a one-way ticket to Tennessee to visit my mom and I was in my friend's house packing and it was like three hours before my flight was supposed to leave. And I heard my inner voice say, you're not packing for what you think you are. And I was like, I just freaked out. The mind was like, wow, wow, wow. Like what, what are you talking about? All the things. And I just sat down and I breathed and I just breathed until I could relax until I could feel myself sink into that cotton candy space. And I was like, inner voice, what are you talking about? <laughs> and it said London. And I was like, London. London. Okay. Well, I don't really have time to figure this out. I have to be at the airport in three hours. I'm just going to pack as if I was going to London. And if I go to London, great. And if I don't go to London, I'll be back in LA in a few weeks and I don't need all this winter stuff. <laughs> and so I went to Tennessee. I visited my mom and I kept kind of thinking about this London, London. I was like, that's really weird. London. And I ended up, one of my really good friends lives here and it didn't even occur to mm-hmm. me to talk to her about visiting. Like it just didn't occur to me until it did. And I contacted her and asked if she'd be open for me coming to stay for a little bit. I was like, you know, like maybe like a week. She was like, it's the holidays. Come stay for a month. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So I bought a one-way ticket to London. I've been here since the middle of November and we're flowing into what's next. Like I, I've say, I already stayed longer than I thought I would. Cause I really like it here, but my inner yeah. voice told me this week, it's probably time. And a few days after my inner voice said it's time, one of my best friends from the States said she was coming to Portugal. And I was like, okay, great. Let's go to Portugal. So I'm just, I'm in a total state of surrender about all of it, about where I live, about how long I live there, about everything. I'm just letting it flow day to day. And it is terrifying sometimes, but most of the time it's just beautiful. <laughs> Aww. I love that story. It is so beautiful. Thank you. So funny how the inner voice just like London. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it dropped a bomb on me. I was I was like a petulant kid at first. I like threw a temper tantrum. I was like, inner voice, yeah. not now. <laughs> mm. I'm trying to pack. I've got to get to the airport. I don't have time to solve a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. I was very annoyed, but I'm so glad I listened. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That is also the, the, the important part, right. Is to listen and to yeah. trust that it's it all is well and that, yeah. you know, deciding to do what the inner voice wants to do 
And like, if you were still, you know, in LA in your life and all that, you, you couldn't, you know, probably couldn't have just get up and leave to London. So no, no. Cause just... I would have had to sign a new lease and it's so expensive to live there. I would have felt guilty about traveling. Also, it's so funny. The friend that mm. I'm staying with that I was staying with here, she and I have started working together and like a ton of money has flown, flown into my business in a way that I would not have under uh, like expected mm. or been able to create if I wasn't here. Like that's just an example. Like as soon as you, when you really follow the inner voice, the path is so cushy like it's so supported mm-hmm. um mm. and the more that I lean in the more support like waterfalls into my life it's just me that keeps it out it's like the the mind like puts its hands up and it's like no 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 not me mm. <laughs> I can't yeah. have the things I want <laughs> yeah but yeah. you can oh that was such <laughs> a beautiful conversation it was so much fun Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Yeah. And I would just ask you if uh, people want to connect to you or like ask you a question or whatever. Can they find you? They can find you on the app, right? What's your name on the app? I'm on the app. My name on there is Hotel Wilderness. That's my name on all the things Mm -hmm. um, on the app or Instagram is a great place to connect with me too. It's Hotel Wilderness on both places. Yeah. And are you like... um, I don't even know what your business is. So are you actually like offering sessions or is that something completely different? Yeah. So right now I have human design sessions open. That's kind of like my, my most uh, favorite, lovely thing. And I'm waiting yeah. to hear from my inner voice, how we're putting those two together. Um, there might be some kind of merging, um, like a package with both, or I might just do classic inner voice sessions. I, again, like I told you before, I have so many beanbags around the, the place of career and have been, have noticed myself really being in my head about offering sessions, which is so silly. But whenever <laughs> I have conversations like this, I'm like, why would I get in my way about that? The world's Like anyone who feels called to this needs it. And I want to make sure that I'm using my energy to make it available. So yes, human design and inner voice sessions. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So what's your website? Where can people find you? Yes. It's hotelwilderness.com. You can find all the things there. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram is the best place to start because my website's being moved around a little bit. You could, so you can find all the, all the most present things there. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye.